Hey everybody, GCR here, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube, or follow us on SoundCloud. Be sure to comment, like, review, leave cynical comments, or call Nick mean names. He likes when you do that. Like books? Hate to read? Have ears? Like to listen? Well, we have a solution. Audible.com, where there's over like a million or something books that you can listen to with your ears. Go to audible.com slash geekcastlive for a nice kick in the pants. If Cartoon Joe is a flavor that moves you, be sure to check him out his other show, This Freakin' Show. Tune in as Cartoon Joe and Travis the Ocelot chop it up about games, current events, or whatever the hell moves them, all while enjoying a delicious yoo Check them out at thisfreakinshow.com and vote Green Party. If you enjoy good indie comics, head on over to waywardraven.com. Use the special discount code NECKBEARD to get a certain amount of money off your order. We don't really know how much, but it's something. Do it. Do it. It's a trap! Fucking Rob Bass. And Cartoon Joe. <laughs> I'm getting tired of doing that segue intro, but uh, our resident Genji has got a case of what is it? The mumps? The itis. The, the Mondays. Were you where <laughs> does anybody ever Mondays. does everybody ever say it looks like someone's got a case of the Mondays? No. Hell no. <laughs> That's, get your ass kicked. You said something say like some that. shit like that, man. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked. You say some shit like that, man. Hey, Peter, man. <laughs> what would you do if you had a million dollars? I tell you what I do, man. Two, Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great thing. The best Lawrence. Is, he says he says two chicks at the same time, and then and then. Uh, uh, Peter says, "Like I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think you'd get two chicks to do that or whatever. Or, or I don't think that the, like I don't think girls are would want to do that, you know." And he says, uh, "The kind of chicks that I like, the kind of chicks that uh, would do it for money would or something." I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember what he said. I totally butchered that. It was it's been a while since I've seen Office. What's the best part of that? That that character's name is Lawrence. Or that it's played by Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader. Okay. It's to me, it's his quintessential role. Oh, there's no doubt. He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough play. No, he he pops up in some really good tiny little bit deals. Mm-hmm. Diedrich Bader. That's amazing that you were able to go with that. I I had a a pretty hard run of office space there for like three or four years, so that 
you, you hit right into my wheelhouse. Hey, Peter that May. making <laughs> Peter May. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's almost as funny as Rob being away again with Merkin Lice or whatever the hell his deal is this week. <laughs> Would you just get a new Merkin? It's Rob. I Yes, uh, and I picked it up at the thrift store and it had lice. Right. Merkin lice. You really gotta be discriminating when you shop for Merkins these days. What Macklemore a... told me so. What an amazing, uh, like alt rock band. Merkin Lice, uh, or Macklemore told me so. <laughs> <laughs> that's their first hit. That's what that's what their B side was. It really started getting a lot of airplay in the South. Mm. Was uh, <laughs> the high spirited in the so. South? Yeah, a high. It's a high tempo jam by Merkin Lice. Fucking Merkin lice. Uh, Jesus. So we wish you the best, Rob. Um, you know, shave it off or get a new one, bro. How do you attach those? Is it adhesives? I, that's a train of thought that I've really never allowed myself to go down. I've never. I, I guess it just maybe came to me. How do you keep. Like, gravity keeps the wig on. You know what I mean? How, how, do, how do you keep it? I imagine on? there's some there's some pretty uncomfortable adhesive action that would go into that setup. But it also begs the question: How much merkin do you need? Like, are there really, really strip merkins? It doesn't even really beg the question. I actually <laughs> really ashamed that I even brought it up. No, because now that now we're talking about it, where do you buy a merkin? Are there still? Is there like a modern? Like, the 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 deep web, I think. That's where that's at. Like the Silk Road. <laughs> you could only buy blood and Bitcoin. Uh, www.merkinstore.com has them. There's Joe Merkin for you. Store. Just just <laughs> Joe's Merkin on it. Store. I'd I'd go to the Amazon.com thing, but I don't want it to show up in my search history or to give me weird suggestions. Right, but there they appears to be available on Amazon. The next time you're on Pandora, you start getting like real weird ad boxes up. So now, yeah, yeah. the the original Pussycat Patch, the number one Merkin in the world. Wow, let's shop now. Let's see here. I assume this was a mostly male-dominated market. I was—I I guess I was wrong. Uh, no, I believe it's a. I, I, you can okay. Here you go. You can buy one called the Ungroomed Natural. A um, shemurkin? I think they're all shemurkin. A shemurkin. You can buy a, a merkin in the shape of a heart. A merkin hmm. in the shape of a star. Horseshoes, clovers, blue moons. Yeah, and a it's leprechaun. Adhesives. It's adhesive. It's a. Nice. It's a long-term tape. That sounds terrifying. They also sell merkin scissors and a merkin comb. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get one shipped to Rob like UPS Express? <laughs> Look great and feel even better with a customizable pubic wig. Your ass hurts. From That's the not, original it, it does not say anything like that. <laughs> From the original Pussycat patch. 
With a high client satisfaction rate, we assure you of quality Merkins that are perfectly tailored, tailored to match your personal style. Spread the word and help a friend who may be in need of a custom Merkin by sending us your referral today. <laughs> the internet wins. Uh, that. Let your juices flow and design your very own custom pubic wig. Ooh, uh, <laughs> phrasing. Right. Wow. When it comes to long Does the or carpet short... match the drapes? <laughs> no, I got the carpet replaced. <laughs> what happens when... I don't know. I asked this tape. Long-term adhesive. What happens when nature starts to take its course again? Oh, and like your pubes grow back? Oh, Jesus. Is that what you were getting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Well, that's, I, I, Thanks for spelling it out. No, that's I've never understood the Merkin, because why would you shave off your pubes just to tape pubes back on? It's never... <laughs> which, which, you, which, which you can then buy grooming kits for. Why wouldn't you just groom your pubes? I feel like I'm kit? missing a key piece of the whole... I'm with you. Maybe 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 you're just not confident in your uh, landscaping abilities. That could be. Is there like a what's the disease where your hair falls? Is that like alopecia or something? You know, that's what sprang to my mind, but I don't know if it's the right. I believe alopecia is a drug. But Uh... either way. I don't know. The problem is, is all so I you're can really saying remember if you're, is the if face you're, of that guy from Arrested Development. If you're freaking, it's Ed Begley from Arrested Development. If you're powder or whatnot, that's what you're most concerned about is your fucking crotch wig of all things. <laughs> if I'm totally hairless, that's the least of my concerns. That's what I'm with you. If I, if it's like, like. The good news is it's not cancer. The bad news is you'll never be able to grow pubes again. I'm like, <laughs> sweet. Excellent. Like, Less maintenance for me. Like, that's the best doctor's visit ever. <laughs> the last know. thing I want to do is go order, like, a, a, a woolly Pittsburgh Steelers helmet thing online and, right. and you glue it to me. You don't want to go full Aslan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Google that. Is there a full Aslan package? <laughs> On that site that you're on, <laughs> and how much? Uh, here's the. <laughs> this will make your white witch roar. <laughs> because we don't understand metaphors here at MerkinStore.com. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure we should have a line of Merkins that we sell. I'll split your stone table. <laughs> Joe's got the marketing down. I know. It's a C.S. Lewis-based Merkin company. <laughs> Actually, we could do a whole fantasy collection. You can order uh-huh. from our C.S. Lewis Every... ensemble, our Tolkien multi Every package comes with double-sided screw tape. Right. Ooh, like a screw tape letters thing. I like that. Yeah. We could do a, a, a George R. R. Martin line for your Tully House Merkin. Whatever that looks like. (laughs) These Merkins. Oh, I'd go for the George R.R. facial hair shaped Merkin. Just a goofy gray Amish beard? 
Why would you want to tape mm-hmm. that to these, your Johnson? These Merkins are allegorical for Christ's story. <laughs> <laughs> the allegorical Christ Merkin is just that. Whole... <laughs> it comes in robot, white wizard, and lion. Uh, uh, are you a son of Adam with no pubic mount? Does it cross over all, you know, races and religions? I wouldn't want to offend anybody. You kind what, of made it Merkins? sort of a Christian. You kind of made it a Christian Merkin thing. And I don't know if that's well. That would, if you're into the, if you want a Christian Merkin, you'd be more in the C.S. Lewis line. Is what I was, that's gotcha. Um, the, the R.R. Martin one's more the old gods or the seven. I do have some. I do have an answer for you. By the way, the, founded, the, in two, founded in 2007, our resident hair replacement expert and salon owner had a vision to create hair pieces to help women deal with hair loss caused by aging and other conditions such as hormonal, hormonal imbalance and alopecia. Though, mm, she knew that it would be a, though she knew it would be a niche market, she preserved, she persevered and was able to create and publicize the original Pussycat Patch. All right. The shit that makes people rich. Sometimes there's a niche. Uh, out of Palm Desert, California. Shocker. Anyway, that was our unexpected talk about Merkins. We actually got a lot more run out of that than I would have ever predicted ahead of time. I want a Merkin. Of course you do. But I want to. I want to. <laughs> Just I, to have it. I want to ironically wear it over my pubes. Ironically, to whom? To, to anyone who says, "Why is there a mer-? well?" Mainly That's my what wife. I'm saying. I mean, you're, you're vi- there's a, a limited window of. of... She'd say, she'd say that that diamond-shaped piece of remnant just fell off your. <laughs> Just, crotch remnant just just fell off the the you know where your pubes are yeah why do you I have a diamond shaped piece of orange shag carpet right there Ooh. below your navel <laughs> clearly I'm the protagonist of an anime <laughs> sweet hell I'm the protagonist of the anime film. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's good fun. <sighs> what else is going on besides uh, this this uh, thing that we're doing? Oh man, you know, honestly, uh, I think I'm I think I'm coming down off some sort of cold. But uh, you were doing that two weeks ago. I don't know why my eye like honest like my eyes are like jacking with me. It might be my contacts. I'm not sure. I did order. Mm. I ordered myself some uh, Warby Parker try-on lenses or uh, glasses for home here. So that's it. That's something I'm really excited about. I'm not a doctor, but it could be that it was like 75 degrees six days ago, and then now it's 22 degrees and snowing sideways. Yeah, is it snowing I'm up by just, you? It's uh, sleet and hail and a wow. little bit of snow, but I mean the ground is so damn warm that it's not doing much. But 
when you when you are dressed like it's 55 degrees and you walk outside and it's 31 degrees and the hail is coming at like a 90 degree angle at your eyeballs. That's not awesome. No, there's better days. What's the weather like today? Apocalyptic. Right. It is very much so. It has been weird. It's been nice here in Frog Hamper. Has it? Well, Frog Hamper is nice like 360 days a year, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little foggy, but take it. A little froggy. Froggy. The locals say sometimes. Mm. Mm. Some of that good good Swedish humor. <laughs> Smorgas- yeah. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Nick, Nick, did you have a do review? Uh, yeah, and it totally slipped my mind as we started talking about crotch. Um, I did, and I thought Rob would be here because I've wanted to heckle Rob for like seems like weeks now, and I feel like I've been denied. But uh, what jumped out at me that seemed fun was a going back into our cracked vault because I figure if we talk about them enough and if I keep sending them enough like of my shitty writing then eventually they might just take mercy on us and roll us up under their umbrella just buy us out yeah exactly put us to work so (laughs) the one that I picked that uh, I don't know how I came across it but the, the premise of it is it's an after hours setup which if you're a fan of this show or cracked after hours is the four-person roundtable, which is my favorite of the cracked vehicles. And they were breaking down kind of the metaphorical, you know, you've all heard, you could have dinner, you know, or go on a date with any person in history. It's just kind of a loaded question. Who would it be? And uh, they they had some fantastic answers, and they took it a couple steps farther. Um, they went with, uh, like, all right, if you would have dinner with anybody in history, and they kind of picked some low-hanging fruit, and then they went with a, all right, so take it a step farther. If you could be roommates for a year with anybody in history. And then if you could just, instead of just having dinner, if you could just mess with somebody, anybody in history, if you could just throw them a whammy. And then finally it was, you know, if you could bang anybody from history, you know, who would it be? So um, it was a particularly funny one aside from that. I don't know. It's some of their earlier work, but uh they were they were dialed in pretty good there. There's some Abraham Lincoln sex jokes, and I believe there was a Susan B. Anthony reference. <laughs> there was. Yeah, this was back when they did like uh, animations and stuff as like cutaways. I really love their production. I, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I love all that stuff, but I just I wish I had like one one hundredth of their production team. Right. Be fun. And I, so- I forget like how. Like I like all the pieces of, of After Hours individually, uh, but they just work really well together. I think the the female dynamic in there is kind of what pushes it over the top. Um, see it in the show notes and, and check it out if you haven't already. I'm sure most of you are listening to this. You are familiar with Cracked by now. And I definitely am Soren. There really is no way around it. Uh, this episode has also totally convinced me, not that I was unconvinced before, but if Rob is not Swaim. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. He's just. Yeah. I'm Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> All his facts are just slightly fucking <laughs> off. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, it's good stuff. So what what we were gonna do is rather than recite this whole thing, it 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 is a good question. It is a good query to have. You know, who throughout history? So I posed to the group. All right, let's let's go through this exercise. And uh, on those four parameters, uh, dinner, roommates, Jack with, and bang. And the, the all of history is your oyster. So um, I guess I should go first. Probably yeah, you go, you, go, you go first. Yeah. Well, you go first. Set the stage because I have, I have an answer. I'm just not sure what I – Well, there's a million different like – parameters you could put on this so without overthinking it too much um as far as like uh you get one dinner with you know for me i want to soak up as much info like knowledge as i could out of three hours you know you're not going to change history that way so I, I went with uh the cat that's known as our founding father with george washington and i did that because I'm uh, I fancy myself a patriot and a student of history, and I've been up particularly on like a Washington D.C. and the origins of our country kick for a couple of years and reading up on that stuff. So I don't think any other figure in American lore is as you know mythological at this point as George Washington, and I would really love to one be able to separate a little truth from fiction there i would really like to i think there's questions that i could ask and things i could glean that would be profoundly impactful or useful on my life right now and uh so that's where that's where i went with it i would love to know you know some of the whatever i don't think he'd tell me any secrets because he's a pillar of chivalry but some of the origins of masonic lore and of the actual you know writings of the declaration of independence and you know some of the real you know what was it really like in that time period how rough was it during the revolutionary war times um i just think it would be a it'd be fascinating to see what's the what's the reality there and carry over some of that so i'm with old gw it's nice. not a bad pick, of course, but mm-hmm. I I went if my answer for dinner with uh, was Winston Churchill. You know, I, I I swear to God, Ryan, I thought about that. <clears throat> I I really did. He was on he was on my Mount Rushmore. I think that would be a uh, <clears throat> that's a good like I don't I don't want to uh, I don't want to live with him for a year. I don't want to have sex with him, and I don't want to just I might. fuck with him. I might. So, and I think that would be one hell of a fun dinner. Right, you get some. You get some. I'm guessing he's a scotch drinker, so you get some scotch and cigars going. I think he was gin. I think he was a gin. Guy. Really? I think he was a. He was a martini yeah. guy. Oh, wonderful. yeah. He was a martini with no vermouth. Right. So just straight gin. Well, the classic, the, the classic Churchill martini is you take out a martini glass, you fill it with ice, and then you, you get out your gin and you get out your vermouth, and then you um, <clears throat> you pour the gin, you, 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 take, you dump the ice out of the martini glass, you fill it with gin, and then you throw the vermouth away. 
sort of a the, uh, yeah, like a critters, but in a foster, but not. I think it kind of yes, very similar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think uh, Winston Churchill, like like George Washington, or select others. Like, if I would like to spend time with like a person of of which they don't make them that way anymore, you know. Yes, like just a fucking stone cold hero. I would I would like to 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 soak up their presence. So that's I, I'm totally with you with Mr. Churchill. What would you ask him about? Like, what would you what would you what would be your your opener? Um. Ouch. Boy, I would my opener. I think I would have to ask him about the uh his like his his one liners his his famous. You know, like the lady who says that he's a drunk and he says, uh, like, yes, I'm a drunk and in the morning I'll be sober. But in the morning, ma'am, you'll still be ugly. That's like, so... <laughs> like <laughs> tell me about tell me about that. And then I would, of course, it would, of course, segue into World War One and World War Two and and, uh, and all that. But. You know, it'd be cool to Democracy say like, like is the worst form of government, except for all the other ones. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like, like, so tell me about like sitting down and talking with FDR and Stalin. Yeah. Can you imagine? So that's, that's that what like... I, that's what I think would make a great dinner. I think you'd eat yes. really, really rich foods and, uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, that would, yeah, that's, that's, that would be my dinner pick. It'd be he he he's the kind of guy who goes into a restaurant and orders eggs Woodhouse. Yes. Right. I want I want beef Wellington with a side of beef Wellington mm-hmm. and your finest <laughs> cigar. Yeah, I would love to talk with somebody that's lived in the most momentous of times, I and mean, it's just it's good choice. Joseph. Yeah. I went uh, British comedian Douglas Adams. Of course the you did. Writer of uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm-hmm. Okay. For dinner. So, for dinner, I think it'd be a, a hilarious dinner. I think I would be almost laughing too hard to eat the entire time. <laughs> that's a good meal. That's a good, definitely a good meal. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. What would Rob have picked? Let's let's also make that part of our game. Mm-hmm. I think he would have picked Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> Moby. Uh, Leif Erickson. Yes, he would have picked Leif Erickson. But not the Viking, the fucking tennis Mm-mm. player from the 70s. <laughs> uh, Leif Eric, the Leif Erickson that popularized marijuana use in Southern California in 1973. Yep. Mm-hmm. For uh, the roommate one was a tough one. I thought it was great in the show, um, in the in the clip. But that one gave me. Uh, there's there's so many ways you can go with this that it, I didn't overthink it. So I went with like uh, <laughs> uh, not Leif Erikson, <laughs> Leif Garrett. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Is he on Celebrity Rehab? Yes. yes. Why do I know that? Leif Garrett. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, your 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 roommate pick. I'm derailed. Um, all right. So I went with like a, I, I need to 
probably pin down the year, but let's say 1964-ish Sinatra. Sinatra right in his, like, right in his prime, angry, pimping years. Because, one, I'm going to basically wear, like, a cool suit every day. And if I could just, you know, I could just live off his leftovers in every sense of the word. I was going to say, he's a great wingman. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I could just, by proxy that for a year... Holy shit, the things you would see, do, taste, smell, mm-hmm. that would be living. Well, Nick, since mm-hmm. apparently you and I are just tracking, <laughs> because I was going, my answer was, my answer was Sinatra. Are we getting a three-man flat? Well, we're getting a four-man flat because I pivoted and went with Dean Martin. Just oh, Ooh. so we're just crushing Nice. It. So we got like a, we got a studio apartment. Uh, with uh, me, you, Dino, and and Frank. Because even if I pick off like the slower, weaker ones of all the tail that's just floating around there, I mean, you're just you're living you're living <laughs> primo for a year, right? Plus, he's he's kicking it with mobsters. He's kicking it with Vegas types. He's got the connections yeah. everywhere. I mean, that's Kennedy, right? All just all the little nichey stuff, you know. And that was like yeah, no. the end of that, like really, you know, men wore hats and you, you wear suits and it's just you're, you're drinking eight well, scotches every night like and not normal. wear hats. What's that? And you were like a... Uh... Was, there was a time period where it was impolite for men not to wear hats. Right. Yeah. This is like, I mean, I'd be wearing like a fedora with a feather in it. It'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it was the time too where like, you weren't an actor. You were an actor. You were also a singer. You were a, a dance performer, man. A dance man, a socialite. Um, yeah, hell yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Sinatra. You said Sinatra, so I decided just to pivot and go with Dean Martin because yeah, fuck Sammy you... Davis and whoever the fourth Chotsky was in that. We would, we would uh, run that Joe, scene. Joe, Joey Bishop. I believe yeah, sorry. Was, uh... You're done, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Joe, how about you? Well, as this evening's resident wet blanket, <laughs> <laughs> my roommate pick is German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer. <laughs> okay. Was he one of the ones that got strung up in the Munster cages? Yeah, that yeah guy? he got gulagged hard. A martyr? Yeah. Yep. 1938 Bonhoeffer, though. The Bonhoeffer who lived in Harlem for a time and stuff. Well, I just think he'd uh, be you, a got, cool you gotta be specific. Like, where, whereabouts are you guys buddy up? Are you in Harlem with him for a year? Oh my god, if I could be in Harlem with Dietrich Bonhoeffer in 1938, absolutely. What, uh, what's his claim to fame? I mean... Uh, he has many... Um, from a theology perspective, he's the cost of discipleship guy. Um, from a history perspective, he is the, um, uh, that movie Valkyrie about the plot to kill Hitler that failed. Yeah. Uh, he was part of that. Really? Yeah. Because he decided that it was, uh, even though it was unethical to assassinate a world leader, it was more ethical to kill Hitler than to allow Hitler to continue to live. 
which seems like a no-brainer now, but at the time, I imagine mm-hmm. it was quite a crisis right. of faith. Yeah. Did he survive so, that time yeah, period? Yeah, he died in uh, 19, I think 1944 or 1945. Hmm. So he was one of the final casualties of the Holocaust. Wow. But, yeah, one of the most respected theologians of today's era, though, so... So you guys just sit around I'd and love... kick it and talk theology? Absolutely. I'd, I'd just love to learn from him. I mean, he's just... I don't know. Some of the stuff I read from him today, I'm just like, man, that guy knew what was going on. So. I must learn more. Hold on, I actually want to see a picture of him too so I can see what you guys would look like together. <laughs> Oddly In a lot alike. Only he's uh, balding, I think. Your choice is much better for humanity, but I'm having more fun. Yeah. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't believe it is. It's not. I think it de- it's not. depends on your definition of fun. Well, sins of the flesh and, and whatnot. Well, you guys, mm-hmm. would, you guys are two peas in the pod. I know, right? You and old Diedrich Bonhoeffer. <laughs> you should cosplay as him. I should. <laughs> like, so who, who are you? I'm German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Why? That's what I figured. In a Deadpool mask, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I'm Deadpool as Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, he looks like exactly like I pictured him. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he, he'd, he'd have lots of fun jokes. <laughs> you guys would sit in leather chairs, you'd look at each other, and, and like, all day. <laughs> right? Yeah, and then, you, Jesus. Then, you'd, then you'd come back after our year sojourn, and you'd be like, "I had I had much more fun with Diedrich Bonhoeffer than you guys had with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin." <laughs> and and Nick and I would we'd, we'd just say like, "Okay, cheers, <laughs> well yeah. well played, sir." Oh, well, I'd be in Harlem during the Harlem Renaissance. So uh-huh. like that. We're we're in New York, Vegas, Shanghai, Paris, and London. Yeah, with keys. Was, yeah, me. It's the same birthday as my wife. I had no idea. Uh, What's you guys, uh, had, you, you guys had some milk and talked about you know discipleship. Mm-hmm. I was banging Marilyn Monroe while right. Dean Martin laughed. And Joe and Diedrich are huddled around their radio, and and their <laughs> tiny fire eating like tinned beans, <laughs> but their souls are rich. <laughs> well, who's Rob's choice? Who's, who's Rob room with for a year? I, I think the answer um, is whoever whoever he's rooming with right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it? Who is he rooming with now? Is it is it uh, Indigo John or? Is it no, it's uh, uh, Egyptian Joe. Egyptian Joe. Okay. Yeah, not tiny. Egyptian Joe. Mm-hmm. 
I just think that's his choice. He's not going to overthink it. <laughs> who would you? Uh, who would you? Who would you fuck with? This was tough because you have to put some kind of like parameters on the question. Really, like, what can you do? What What does fucking with entail? How much time do you have? Are you going to their time, or they come to yours? And this one, I wouldn't want to waste. You know, I feel like I'd have to do something socially impactful. I mean, it would be fun to just dick with, you know, somebody you know or somebody. Just, but so my first choice is, of course, Trump. You know, just at any point in his evolution, like maybe 30 years ago, go back and just like somehow hook him into a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> just or, or or just hang around and just record all the terrible shit he did for you know, any period of time so that I would have it in 2016 all on videotape or whatnot. Or just to dick with and, and sabotage. But then I thought, all right, well, that's immediately self-serving. So maybe I would go back and, like, pick somebody really bad. And I Hitler's easy. But, like, all right, so like maybe like a, like a Pol Pot type, like – just sit in with him, get to be buddies and tell him there's some peasants that are, you know, reading books or God forbid something out in the country and send him off chasing them. And then, you know, club him over the head with a wrench or something. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as fucking with something sure, to I derail him. I, I would, I would derail him. I would, I don't know. If you gave, if you gave him, you gave him like the slip, like, you do the old like, look over there, pull pot, and then when he looks, you hit him in the back of the head with a hammer. That's fucking. Yeah, that. well, we're gonna go, we're gonna play Marco Polo in in the uh, Olympic pool, but I'm gonna I'm gonna drown you instead. <laughs> While Yakety Sax plays, that yeah, it's hijinks. <laughs> I just, I just leave him in there saying Marco for like a week and a half, and then I, I rewrite some policy while he's busy. I don't know something like that. If murder is not allowed in this scenario, so that one I would yeah, try. Yeah, just... try and do something that's go back in time just to thunder punch Hitler and take him out. That's kind of too easy. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would try and do something at least impactful with that uh, with that one quantum leap that I have there. Right. This, was, this this is this is a very tough one. I was right away. I thought like Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy. Like, Ted Kennedy. Right. Like what? What? What would you do? Draw a fake road right next to the bridge. Maybe he <laughs> drives into it. You'd replace uh, every liquor bottle of his entire house with like a apple cider vinegar. Like, cl- like clamato. <laughs> <laughs> like, we replaced Ted Kennedy's. Folgers coffee with clamato. <laughs> Let's see what happens. With like Newman's classic coffee. <laughs> with Sanka. Yeah, my honestly, my original thought, I mean, honestly, like right away I was like, oh, Ted Kennedy. And I was like, that's ah, kind of lame. I mean, how do you fuck with Ted Kennedy? He kind of, I mean, he's already a fuck with, you know? Right. So then I pivoted to Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed right in that political wheelhouse. 
Well, because I think that you could, I think that you could fuck with Nixon, and then I actually settled on George W. Because That's... I, and I, but I would. You're, you're, you're like abusing the low hanging fruit. Well, no, the thing is, like, with with George, I wouldn't fuck with him in a way that was like, like, I would like scoot his like the resolute desk forward like one inch every day. <laughs> Just come in the Oval Until Office and just move his furniture around. I would, I would, but I wouldn't drastically. I would move it like, like just a half an inch every day until eventually he was like, like, I'm like seven feet away from that window. <laughs> <laughs> Have I always been seven feet away from the window? I would just. Fuck I was. I See, was I didn't, I didn't know how the Oval time. Office, and I swear the desk was not there yesterday. I didn't know how much time Let's, we had in our fuck with theory. You know, I, do you get, I, do you just get a day, a week? It's unlimited. I didn't know either, so I just told myself that I had just I had as much time as I wanted to to fuck with somebody, and so I picked George Dubs because I think that you could, and I think that if you got caught, he would be he would like he would be like Joe, he'd laugh he would and buy like, you a beer. He'd be like Joe Biden in that way. Like, if Joe Biden caught you fucking with him, he'd, like, give you a nookie, and then he'd just be like, all right, who are we fucking with? <laughs> so, that's what I went with. He'd laugh and buy you a beer and then send you hunting with Dick Cheney. Yes. Ye old fourth branch. Well, yeah, if I had time like that, I would definitely use that to, uh, yeah, lead lead some historical jag off astray, <laughs> with like just massive right? amounts of false information. Oh man! Yes, I couldn't decide actually because of that, because there are so many good historical jag offs. Yeah, oh, there's there's tons. I went with I I went with for the exercise, just swung for the fences, like all right. I do mm-hmm. some good with my one-time warp. But I'd have fun doing it. So I just I just Googled <laughs> randomly. I just like, you know what? I typed in, how do you subtly fuck with a guy? <laughs> and it takes you to a Reddit called, how do you subtly fuck with people? And one, <laughs> and one guy says, as I'm saying goodbye to somebody, I always say dick hair. Oh yeah, if I heard you that. Say one. it fast if it sounds like take care. People usually pause for a split second and kind of get that look on their face, like, "Did he just say dick hair?" It's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when someone's a close talker, I like to take small steps backward to see just how far across the room I can get them to walk. <laughs> uh, I plugged a wireless mouse into my computer's com- into my coworker's computer. Once in a while, I give it a little wiggle from a few cubes away. <laughs> this is excellent. I'm glad you brought this up because now I'm looking at it. Yeah, I like mine to take a more of like a physical manifestation than just like mm-hmm. wordplay. If you're gonna jack around <laughs> with somebody. Make it substantive. Absolutely. I I like to randomly hand people objects and then walk away. 
<laughs> is that you speaking or that's something you're reading? That that's sounds something like I'm you. reading. You're the guy they, guy they warn you about in airports. Great response. <laughs> I've been slowly increasing the mouse sensitivity on both of my roommate's computers. In two weeks, I'm going to put them back to the default and pretend like mine is slow too. I'm interested to see the conclusion that they'll come up to. <laughs> That's pretty good. When I'm ordering mm -hmm. from a fast food place or a Starbucks, when they ask for my name, I'll respond with the name of the person taking my order, regardless of gender. They'll usually kind of <laughs> give you a sideways look of confusion and just continue making eye contact. Dead serious. It makes for great response considering I'm a smaller Asian girl claiming my name is George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I make it a point every... never to dick with people who have their hands involved in my food. Or Here's beverage. a good one. Here's a good one, though. I don't know. They're going to screw up your name anyway. When you're talking to someone, instead of looking at their face, look at their ear. I bet that would fuck with somebody. Because it's just close to like, this guy's looking at me. He's got my, but he's looking at my ear. Are both his eyes lazy? <laughs> A double goof eye. <laughs> the money question, though, in this little uh, adventure, and I, I loved. I love Dan O'Brien's answer um, is who would you actually bang if you had the entire historical playbook at your disposal? And of course he goes right with like, I think he went right to Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. He went Benjamin Franklin, which is a fantastic choice for any of these questions. Yeah. Uh, another amazing well. person. He could have done, he could have been my dinner guest too as an amazing yeah. person in history. Who does Rob screw with in history? I forgot about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Good, good question. Uh, also, his roommate. No. Yeah. No. Roommate, we'll, no. We'll let him stretch his. We'll let him stretch his wings a little bit here. Does um, he shave Stalin's mustache off and turn it into a merkin? That's too creative for him. I'm saying he. I would think really he goes like back to, and like uh, messes with the one with with one high school teacher that always you know graded him poorly like his math teacher that always gave him like a d plus i think he would just go back and dick with somebody like that mm. mm -hmm. he uh bob roarman would be his answer <laughs> bob roarman yep that's a dude who needs to be fucked with actually and who possibly has a merkin oh he wears judging by the commercials I had no choice but to awkwardly get a side hug from him when the uh, Rorman Performing Arts Center was uh, the groundbreaking ceremony was done. Yikes. I've never felt clean since. <laughs> <laughs> Greasy by proxy. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a he's <laughs> a he's a kind of a scary like he's got like a like a Pee-wee's Big Adventure thing going on. Like a, like a punch, like a pinch face. It's a punch me face too. It's like right in front. It's like right in front of his face. There's always something that has like three times the amount of gravity of the rest of the world, <laughs> and all of his face is like 
being drawn to it. It's a weird, a weird thing. <laughs> that. <sighs> All right, Nick. Bob. Bob Roman. Penultimate question: Who would you fuck with, or who would you fuck? I guess is the actual question. Well, that's you know obviously super loaded question because you know you want to go with somebody like Churchill, but then no, for any number of reasons. Um, and my wife listens to this show. So I'm kind of screwed no matter what. So I just – and you – like Dan O'Brien was like, you've got like Marilyn Monroe and Cleopatra and – well, you know, okay. Well, in Marilyn, I, you don't want to like chase the, the well-worn merchandise is probably not where you would go with your one history choice. And I certainly don't want anything to do with like, you know, ancient – kind of deal i mean i just there's some there's some hygienic question marks there that are just not really where you want to go with your one-timer so you kind of have to keep it in contemporary do you not i think so i'm sure there was yeah like 1890s you know bush sounds like just a not the place you want to go um so I thought to play it safe. How about like a like a young? I'm gonna go with like a young Betty White. Nice, young Betty White. Nice. Well, not like you know. Sliced bread was the best thing since her. Yeah, I, I like a late 30s Betty White. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. Not a bad. I mean, it's not a bad pick. I think I think that that'd be time well spent. One would think. Or, or, I don't know, if you can get that, like, Diane Lane, like, circa 2005 deal, but that's kind of tough to pin down. So, uh... yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, it, it was, it was weird because, like, I, I, like you were saying, you know, I thought, like, for a second, Cleopatra, but then it's like, 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 they clean themselves with honey or some shit. I, I don't want to. Yeah, I'd lie. There's, there's yeah. lie Croc- was crocodile used. dung was the uh, contraceptive of choice. Yeah, so that, so that's, I mean, you're immediately, immediately out. Um, then I stayed, I, I stayed too political throughout the whole thing, because I was going to go Jackie O or just Nancy Reagan. You went Eleanor Roosevelt, didn't you? Weirdly, both of those were on my list. Uh, no, I went Cher. A share of who? Just Cher. <laughs> oh! I went, I went, like. Uh, I went, I went early share. Like post sunny. Uh, pre sunny. Okay, there you go. There, that's pre sunny. Okay, not what I would have guessed. Hey, I, I'm, I'm doing Betty White. So when. Who might well, I, say? I, I I figured I'm spending a year in her as a roommate with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. I mean, like I've I've grown old of Sophia Loren, so right. So uh, yeah, a little share. I want a little. Share. I've grown tired of Sophia Loren. <laughs> 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 uh, 
excellent. Audrey Hepburn's used up. <laughs> yep. You know. Cher. What a Yo. skeezer. Uh, I have uh, a the right answer, and I have a satisfy my theological curiosity answer. Okay, but you know what? You know what would be cool with that though, Ryan. Hold on, before you. But if you did go back in time, like, and you're willing to handle the you know prairie crotch or whatever back in the day, you you would be a, a a god walking among you know. Four foot, four foot tall men. Well, in every way, shape, or form, you know, like if I had, if I even had the knowledge I have now, twenty years ago, I'd be like a much cooler dude. Could you imagine taking like contemporary suave back to like seventeen sixty? I think you could. Yeah, yeah, and here could, I am. I'm like I'm bedding where, down where, Abigail where, Adams. Yeah, you could be. So you can get Demi- hung as a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, be a demigod if the stones don't crush you you're a witch or if you don't float Mm -hmm. what else floats excellent apples (laughs) very small rocks very small small rocks. rocks So funny. Uh, okay, Joe, who, who are you? Uh, who are you all right, the, the satisfy my theological curiosity answer is the Apostle Junia, uh, which is one of, of the only uh, female apostles, but it's disputed as to whether or not there actually was a female apostle. And uh, this would definitely be a way to find out for sure. That's true. Uh, so that would be, I would really love to know the answer to that question. The right answer is uh, 16th century Irish pirate queen Grace O'Malley. Oh. Yeah. Because there's nothing rank about pirate snaz, but that's nope. cool. <laughs> Wonderful research, though. Was she a looker? Oh, yes. So Also, badass of the week uh, at one point. Really? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, tell us, give us ninety seconds about. This yeah, chick. let me uh, let me see if I can find a summary on this page. Oh, no such luck. All right. Uh, Grace O'Malley was a tough-ass 16th-century Irish warrior chick who led a horde of broadsword-swinging Vikings, Celts, and Scottish Highlanders in naval operations that would dominate the coast of Ireland for a couple of decades. Known to her contemporaries as the Pirate Queen of Connaught, uh, this estrogenocidal ginger gunslinger raided shipping vessels, battled English armies, conquered castles from rival Irish clans, and once traveled to London just so she could talk shit to Queen Elizabeth in person. That's a fantastic choice. Joe, if she looks anything like her artwork. I know, right? Yeah. I should have done more show prep. Grace O'Malley. Are you, you know. are you drawing a, like a chalk picture of her right now? Who's doing that? <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm uh, charcoal I'm actually... sketching Grace O'Malley. Yep. I was using a uh, 
retractable buck knives and sharpened up one of those like uh, contractor's pencils. Mm, there you go. Good choice, Joe. Thank you. It was a good do review, Nick. It was very, it was a very good do review. Thank you. So a pleasurable episode. <sighs> Sorry, we well actually we got to answer for Rob here. Are we uh Skrillex? You know what? I was gonna go Skrillex. Front or back? I mean, he just whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that banger rang by Skrillex? <laughs> or Grace Jones? It's either Skrillex or Grace Jones. Yeah, we don't have Rob this week, so we. Uh, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, uh, he yeah, would probably pick so, Ernest Hemingway. Or Iman. Because afterwards, <laughs> you get to play with the uh, six fingered cats. That was that some kind of innuendo? Future. No, Hemingway had six fingered cats. Cats have or fingers? Iman. I don't know, that's just what they call them. Toes, but neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. Ernest Borgnine. Rob doesn't know who any of these people are, so I'm pretty sure doesn't Ernest Borgnine he hangs out with the with the Rat Pack. I would imagine so. Sure. Back in the day, we'll that let, Ernest we'll Borgnine with us. not a very good looking guy. <laughs> oh, nope. Him nope. and Telly Savalas were like the Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman of their day. There was. A, you I ever see I, the actual? I think. Eh, you know, he's got a good Mermaid Man thing going for him. Or mer Merman. No, Mermaid Man. Oh, from, uh, my Bob. mistake. Yep. Evil! <laughs> I don't know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Members of the Rat Pack. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, Peter Lawford. There you go. And Joey Bishop. That was the, uh, the official members of the Rat Pack. Oh, Peter Lawford. Peter Lawford was like the uh, the the Judd Nelson to the Brat Pack sort of yes. parallel. Yes, that's a great. I mean, that's great. We've we've covered a lot of ground this week. There's a uh, uh, Angie Dickinson, Juliet Prouse, Buddy Greco, Shirley MacLaine were often referred to as Rat Pack mascots. Angie Dickinson could be our mascot. That R62 penthouse that we're doing. Just saying. Good old Dean Martin. There was a uh, um, there was a thing back in the day where they had uh, uh, like celebrities could send in like a cheeseburger recipe. Like a cookbook, like a celebrity cookbook. And Dean Martin had like a real involved cheeseburger that he made. And he had the recipe for okay. it. And the next page was a Frank Sinatra cheeseburger submitted by Frank Sinatra. And it was pour yourself a bourbon, steal Dean's cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wonderful. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Would you rather? Like the, uh, uh, you'd rather be a member of the Rat Pack than the Brat Pack? Yes. Oh, of course. That's like the okay. the Chris yeah. Traeger, Ron Swanson burger hookoff of the '60s kind of setup. Yes. Yes. It's beef. Put ketchup on, on a it bun or don't. I don't care. Brilliant. Well, Another we, guy. We have... Fictional character, but a guy that it would I could kick it with, Ron Swanson. We, Topic we have for a, another time. We have a choice to make at this point. We could um we could we could move right into the Geek Weekly and save our writing prompt discussion for when we actually have the the uh, sick ginger kid back on. Or we could do it without him. We should probably wait for. Right. We'll wait. He'll, he'll, be, he'll first, be cranky. Though, on what I was geeking on this week? Yeah. I, I, I assume you would. I just, I never go first. insulted if he didn't. So, uh, I have been doing some, uh, some, uh, home improvement this week that I, I'm very proud of. Uh, we're walking around your house going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No. A lot more fun than that. Oh, uh, okay. I am finishing my basement. and uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it yourself? Uh, um, for the most part. I mean, I no. No. I have some help. Uh, uh, the OG's been helping me. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I'm not, I don't have, like, a... Uh, you know, a contractor doing it? I'm not contracting it out or anything, no. So. Uh, Pickwick? Doing some Pickwick. Yeah, doing For some sure. Pickwick. Nice. Doing nice. some, uh, um, you know, again, doing some trim work and everything. And that's, uh, we did some of that tonight. No, it's just been, I've been doing a lot of work in my basement. So, getting it ready. I'm trying to get it ready for a nice uh, Settlers of Catanzaganza this summer. Fantastic. So. What kind of flooring are you putting down? Um, we are just uh, we're laying. Uh, Menards sells huge carpet remnants. Oh yes, they do. And so we're just kind of uh, mixing and matching carpet remnants uh, when they go on sale until the until the you're the making whole a thing pavilion. Summer. Kind of. Yes. In your basement. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. Cool. So. I dig it. So yeah, I got to uh, I got to do a thing. I told myself when I bought my new house that, uh, you know, once or twice a year I'd go and buy like a tool or a thing, you know. So uh, I bought myself a uh, a Brad nailer and an air compressor. So I got that going for me. Things I now own, like an adult. Nice. So I dig it. Anyway, that's what I'm geeking on. Uh, basement renovations. And I choose nice. Nick. Wonderful. Um, that's. Uh, I wish I was doing renovations. Um, I have been pretty, pretty low geeky this week, but I am reading uh, a biography of James Garfield. Oh. Um, who I didn't really know much about, but am becoming slowly fascinated by. Uh, to kind of go with our, you know, political um, founding fathers. He's not a little after that time period. Of course, but you know, historical nice. political figures, fascinating stuff, man. Uh, just 
the time that he lived in and 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 what he kind of went through to get where he was um i'm only a few chapters into it maybe 100 pages but uh for a guy that i really knew nothing about super cool story um and the different uh lives whose paths he crossed with during his up and coming um pretty awesome so as i finish that up i might want to talk more about that it's, it's a cool story Fantastic. yeah he uh wasn't he the only president to be assassinated by medical malpractice correct and that's that's kind of the uh they're setting the table for that really early um i wish i had thought about it more ahead of time i, I t- get me with that next week because there, there's some really cool like twists of fate that happened in the years leading up to it that uh, um, involving... the invention of the metal detector? uh, I don't know if that's one of them, but I know that the the World's Fair and Alexander Graham Bell play a a slight bit part in the story. So I may double back to that next week and tell that because it's... uh, yeah. What uh, what's the name of the book? I knew you were going to ask me that. And it's upstairs in my study, and I the actual title. It's a very long title. Um, ah, okay. that I escaped slips my mind right now, but I will uh, I will actually have that for next week and author because it's uh, and I own it because the book was given to me. So if it's really cool, I will circulate it amongst the crew. Cool, cool. Please. So, yeah, it's awesome. So, uh, Joe, how about you? What do you got going on? Um, I also haven't had a whole lot of time to be particularly geeky this week, but uh, there's this meme that's been floating around the internet the last couple of days uh, about a half-orc rogue who, (laughs) uh, instead of putting all of his stuff into stealth or anything else that's remotely roguelike, it's all in his charisma and intimidation. And so if he gets caught sneaking into a building like he's going to because he has no dexterity. He just looks at the offending person and says, you know, see grog and succeeds at his, uh, intimidation check. And, uh, the guy didn't see him. No, 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 um, nothing to see here. You're, you are correct. I, I uh, yeah. carry on, which is fantastic. But that is second to the story I heard today about him where uh, one time this character was on a boat on a river and they were going to do some uh, some on-the-water combat. And um, to find out, like, as they're entering combat, the DM is like, where are you standing on the boat? Um, so I can figure out, you know, what's going to happen. And Grog says, I'm in the crow's nest. And the DM says, there is no crow t- crow's nest, it's a tiny boat. And he says, uh, Grog built the crow's nest and the dm says you don't have the skills to do that and he goes ah but i don't i haven't taken a crafting skill yet i'm gonna do carpentry the uh dm says you don't have any tools he says grog just looks at two planks of wood and they understand that it would be better to be a crow's nest than to not be a crow's nest so they just do that (laughs) it's wonderful guess who won his intimidation check (laughs) <laughs> and earned the achievement angry carpenter tremendous 
Yeah, that's uh, a... <laughs> so. You want to simultaneously reward that player as a DM and then kick him out of your game. Yep. <laughs> when we when when we were gaming uh, back before George Benner was murdered, um, we would game at his house uh, every Tuesday. And first night I was there, we were playing Merp, Middle Earth role playing, and uh, I wanted to play a halfling. I want to play a Hobbit, and he said I don't want to DM a game with a Hobbit. And I was like, well. I want to play a Hobbit, so I'm going to play a Hobbit. He's like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Well, we leave, like, Bree, our, our party leaves Bree, and mm-hmm. I decide to take first watch, and uh, within seconds, I am uh, killed by a troll. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like it was like uh, like he's like you see a uh, you're on watch yeah he's like roll you know roll whatever I roll and he's like well you see the troll and I was like okay I go to I'm like I'm gonna warn the party he's like nope the troll gets to act I was like okay and he like rolled some dice behind the dungeon master screen I couldn't see what they were and he said uh, how many hit points do you have and I tell him he goes oh well you're dead like oh. <laughs> I will go make a new character. And he said, yeah, don't make it a half one. (laughs) Okay. Fucking fair. Hater. Vengeful DM. So, jeez. At one point. Not a guy who likes the main character of the story. At one point, he, uh, his brother, Phil, was getting ready to get into a sword fight. And uh, he goes to pull his sword and George says, your sword, stay, it sticks in your sheath. And Phil's like, mm, okay. The frost? No, it wasn't the frost. He forgot to clean the blood off of it last time he used it. Oh. And so he was, he couldn't draw his sword to defend himself, so he died. Harsh. <laughs> Very much so. Great, great DM. Just fucking, you had to play right, or he would just hurt you. So anyway, yeah. that's what that grog that's thing awesome. reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's 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 been about it this week. And uh the other thing I'm geeking on is uh my dad texted me today and he's planning to come visit in May. So there you I'm go. really pumped about that. He's coming to Frog Sapper? Yeah. Wow. Is he riding his, Watch is he riding out. The yeah, bike? they're gonna lift the muggle enchantments and everything. It's gonna be fantastic. Is he gonna ride the bike? I don't know. Uh, pro- that's what I would do if I were him. But is, that's a long bike ride. Or is he gonna it's like twelve hours? Or is he gonna take the? Uh, he's probably gonna take whatever whatever van he has, where he can like he can also like deep fry a turkey in the back of it and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mobile his, uh, the mobile apartment. Pro. Oh God, was that the best ever? Unbelievable. That's the best. Uh, so, but we, I'm really pumped about that too. We should, we should, we really should, we about. should end every episode talking about Luch. That's what we should do the rest of the season. Stories of the Luch. Jesus, I've got plenty. There's a few. There's a there's a shunning hotel story that is, but that's yeah, for another time. 
<laughs> and maybe and maybe not for public consumption. Yeah, what uh, <laughs> what's that Patreon thing we got going? <laughs> if you'd like to hear more tales of Carl, um, let us know, and we will get one on Patreon. We may even have him come on the show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if you want it, it'll be Patreon. You must let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you want him shirtless in a bar. In the meantime, that was an episode about Merkins and then a long do review. <laughs> Hopefully you uh, enjoyed. And if you did, stick around because there's more than likely we probably have some plugs. And we're at uh, 40% sure that we're going to have Rob next week. High high numbers. If the delousing goes as planned. Hmm. Bye. <laughs> That's... <laughs>